Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. I am Jason Kong alongside Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. He's been in the triangle for over 20 years now. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? Doing great. Dog days of summer are here. Getting a little bit lazy. Yeah. Like a dog. <laughs> you and I were, were just lamenting that uh, football season can't start yeah, soon enough. It can't start soon sure. enough. Yeah. Yeah. The baseball is a, is a great sport. It's just hard to watch, you know, a little bit. Uh, I can watch a few innings and then start falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one of those where you, you got to be out, you know, out at a Durham Bulls game or a exactly. Cats game or something yeah. to enjoy it. But, that's right. you know, getting out every night to do that, that's, that's difficult. <laughs> very difficult with kids. <laughs> yeah, very true. Well, Dr. Mann, let's get right into the show here. We've got an interesting program lined up today, and we're going to be focusing on dentistry for those in need and who are uh, less fortunate and some options that may exist for them. So, um, Dr. Mann, you've, you've served on the board for Wake Smiles and tell us what Wake Smiles is and how it helps those who are less fortunate. That's a great question. Wake Smiles has been around for about 15 years. We started the program um, as a, as a um, we used to have something called the Open Door Clinic where people could come in and um, all we really did was extract teeth. So if people had teeth that were uh, severely decayed, broken at the gum line, or they had a toothache, they would come in and the only thing we could do for them is take the tooth out. Well, a group of dentists got together and said, hey, we would like to start a program that would allow us to actually help people save their teeth, you know, educate them on how to save their teeth, uh, educate them about a diet and things like that. And also, if someone had cavities, fill the teeth versus pulling them. Um, If they had a tooth that was infected, be able to get them root canals and crowns versus taking them out. Because once you take your teeth out, then, you know, it's hard to chew your food. It's hard to to eat that healthy diet like like we've talked about in the past. Um, And then also those those, um, patients who didn't have or who don't have teeth try to get them dentures that can't afford it. So we found that there was a lot of people using the emergency rooms – you know, filling up the emergency room with teeth problems, you know, and a lot of the emergency room doctors came to us. So we started Wake Smiles, um, a group of dentists. um, uh, It's been uh, close to 20 years ago. um, And our our goal and our mission was um, comprehensive uh, dentistry for those patients that that entered the program. Um, The unfortunate thing is we didn't have a space, you know. So we were sharing our spaces at night with the Wake County Health Services over by um, Wake uh, Wake Med Hospital right up there on New Avenue. And what we found was we didn't have enough uh, clinic time. Um, We were only allowed to use it at night and then um, Saturday, some Saturdays. So, um, but uh, how it evolved was um, uh, the uh, Salvation Army um, was building a new a center of hope, which is right here on Capitol Boulevard. And um, I just so happened to be on the board and um, things came together and Wake Smiles uh, had the opportunity to move a, um, into a clinic in the middle of uh, the Salvation Army Center of Hope. So we were blessed. We got sponsored to build out the clinic there. Wow. And we have about a five operatory clinic there um, that allows us to be able to see patients and give conference dentistry every day of the week. Um, and it's um, purely a volunteer organization. So uh, a lot of dentists volunteer their time, a lot of hygienists volunteer their time, a lot of dental assistants volunteer their time, and they come in. We also had a we also have a um, a paid dentist on staff to help cover those hours that w- that we can't get volunteers. Um, and um, it's just been it's just been um, a great thing. And I'd like to give a shout out to Diane Keezer. She actually 
um, spearheaded and was on the board with us forever. And she ran that clinic up until um, this year. She's retiring. And uh, she's been a real blessing because, you know, she's she's such a good person that helps all these people in need get, get scheduled on the schedule to have, have all this dental work done. And, um, you know, we're going to miss her quite, quite a bit because um, she is one of those people that's hard to replace because of her, not only her knowledge, because she taught at, at uh, Wake Tech. She taught um, the dental assistant program and the hygiene program, but she knew dentistry. So she knew how to, you know, ease those patients' fears and uh, get them in with the right doctor to make sure they, they got the right treatment they need. So, but um, we have a great community of, of dentists that volunteer and Wake Smiles is one of those places where people who can't afford dentistry can go and have a complete dental checkup, workup, and then slowly get that, that uh, taken care of here in Wake County. Now, if someone is in need of those services or they know someone who, who might be a good fit, do they show up at the Salvation Army? How do mm-hmm. they get the services? Um, I, I always tell people to go online. They can go to Wake Smiles. That's W-A-K-E Smiles, S-M-I-L-E-S dot org. And they can go there and request an appointment. Um, it might take a little bit of time to get in, but once you get in, um, you know, usually it's it's a pretty good way, um, fast treatment. It's not like it is at a dental school where you're getting checked over and over by um, uh, that it, when a student's doing it and they're having to get graded. This is by dentists that already have their license that are treating you. So um, it's a fairly uh, quick process, depending on how much work you have. Now, if there's people that have a lot of decay, it might take a little bit longer. But um, that's the best way uh, to get into the program. Um, you also can be referred if you're, you know, if you're homeless or something like that and you're in a shelter. We give priority to shelters as well. Um, Salvation Army being one of them for women and children. And then um, the men's, all the different men's shelters, they refer as well to, to the Salvation Army. Gotcha. Wakesmiles.org is the website. You can find information there. And Dr. Mann, I've got plenty more questions for you because I know you are very much involved in the community and volunteering and helping out the less fortunate. So uh, I really want to dive into that, but we've got to take a break here. I want to remind everyone that if you're interested in scheduling an appointment with Dr. Mann, you can go online to smileman.com. That's Dr. Mann's website, smileman.com. That's man with two N's. Or you can call his office, 919 919- Four six two nine three three eight nine one nine four six two nine three three eight is the phone number. Again, Dr. Mann has two offices, one in Cary and the other in Garner. We're going to take a quick break here, but we're going to be back with more. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And we're talking about dentistry for those who are in need or perhaps less fortunate. And Dr. Mann, we just learned about Wake Smiles, and people can find more information at wakesmiles.org. Um, but I've, uh, Dr. Mann, we, you know, we, uh, <coughs> excuse me, get together 
uh, once a week here, and you recently had some children treated who are from Belarus. Uh, tell us about that and the program that you're involved with. Yeah, that's a fun thing that we do every year. So uh, we, we do a, a program through a, a local mission here, and um, the people, you know, Belarusian kids or Belarus, Belarus is, is where they're from, but um, they've been exposed, uh, or Belarus was exposed to the radiation fallout from Chernobyl. So these kids um, pres- come to uh, the United States for about eight weeks every um, year. And what they have found that when they come into the clean air and the clean environment and get away from the radiation, it actually helps prolong their life and keeps them from getting some of the diseases that are associated with the fallout, the radiation fallout. And uh, while they're here, I do, along with uh, four or five other dentists in the air, we, we do their dentistry. Uh, this year, we had about 40 kids here um, locally wow. in Wake County. And, um, and then there's families that um, host these kids and keep them for eight weeks. And um, it's through Overflow uh, Hand uh, Missions uh, group that uh, is uh, they do quite a few uh, uh, mission uh throughout the world to try to help people. We have uh, some uh, in Belarus we do uh, as far as bringing kids over here. We um, we go into Honduras and, and build houses. We also do a lot of dental work in Honduras and also um, in uh, Puerto Rico. So um, there's a lot of uh, uh, outflow mission work that, that goes through with them, not only just dental but medical. But the Belarusian kids are, are very special. Um, many of them um, are either single family, some of them are orphans, um, because most of the uh, the, the family uh, units there that are that are together will send their kids down south. But if they don't have that opportunity, they're staying in that radiation and, and getting that. So they created um, the the uh, program to get these kids over. So and of course. They don't have um, good oil hygiene habits uh, because they haven't been taught from a young age. So our goal is to teach them how to take care of their teeth at a young age. So they start coming over at around five. Um, So we, uh, majority of them that first year have cavities. So we end up filling their cavities. And sometimes we have to take out, you know, some teeth. But our goal is to try to catch them before they start getting their permanent teeth in and prevent decay and try to... um, you know, prevent periodontal disease in the future and try to teach them when they go back, hey, you got to brush your teeth twice a day. Is a funny story. I had a, a, a boy on for the first time this year. And, uh, and of course, his translator, because uh, they speak Russian, his translator there. And um, I said, well, you know, how often a day do you brush your teeth? He goes, how often a day? He goes, I only brush them on, on special occasions. And I said, well, what is a special occasion? He goes, you know, like somebody's birthday or church. <laughs> I said, so that means at the most, maybe once or twice a week. <laughs> but uh, they just, they haven't, they haven't been, uh, either no one's holding them accountable or they just don't really know. You have to, you'd have to really train them how to, you know, brush and floss. Yeah, so. it's uh, one of the things that I guess we we take for granted that we don't really think about because we learn at such a young age. Hey, you got to brush twice a day, and if you're never told that, you just you don't know. Yeah, I mean, we do take it for granted, you know, and and even here in America, there's there's a lot of kids that if their family families don't hold them, you know hold them accountable at an early age and make them start brushing their teeth early on, they don't think it's important. And um, the other thing is diet. You know, um, we try to work with them on diet as well. You know, keeping the sugars down, um, keeping your carbs down. Try to eat more um, whole foods. But uh, in Belarus, they tend to eat uh, pretty good, but they still have a, a 
quite bit of a high sugar intake um, just because of uh, soft drinks are being introduced. They have a lot of candies and, and things like that. So we have to work with them just to limit it so that they don't uh, show up with all their teeth because we only get to see them once every once a year. Yeah. So you got to make that visit count. You got to make uh, it count. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, I got to commend you guys because that's, that's really incredible because you're, well, you're changing those kids' lives. Yeah. And I'll tell you another, um, Story, you know, we're kind of blessed here too. You know, um, I was asking about orthodontics because you know we're not allowed to really straighten these kids' teeth because they're only here for for eight weeks. So right. it's, you, you know, we can't see them. But I asked um, the interpreter, you know, how how much would it cost, you know, for an orthodontist? She said, well, most of these kids are from small villages, so they'd have to travel a couple hours to see an orthodontist, and it would cost about twenty seven hundred dollars. And people were like, probably thinking, well, wow, that's you know, a third or a half of what it cost here, well, they're only making about $300 a month, right? $400 a month. So if you start taking that into account, it's really way more expensive than it would be here. So we, we really have to be blessed um, with what we have here and in, in, in the fact that we can probably drive and just in this, you know, square mile here and find a couple orthodontists to straighten our teeth. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's definitely something that we should we should really appreciate. And, um, you know, I, I just I, it, it fascinates me that, you know, you have this amount of time with those kids. So, um, you know, can can you really even do much more than an extraction and, and a cleaning when you're dealing with such a limited amount of time? Yeah, we can. We actually on um, one girl, she came back. Um, she We saw her last year and she came back. Um, and she had a permanent tooth that had some decay in it. We ended up doing a crown. Because, you know, we have same-day crowns. I'm able to do, deliver crowns in the same day at my office. So we did a crown on that permanent tooth. It was her six-year molar. We didn't, we didn't want her to lose that. And um, it was starting to, to deteriorate pretty quickly. So we're like, we can't wait a year because it could break, and then we have to pull it next year. So we placed a crown on her tooth. Um, we do root canals if we need. Um, our goal is to try to save their permanent teeth if, you know, if they come in with right. uh, with decay. But I had, I had one child that had de- – severe decay in their uh, six-year molar which is a permanent tooth and we end up having to extract that but um hopefully you know his 12-year molar will move into that space and then his wisdom tooth will move in and he he, he won't be affected much but um our goal is really just to start getting them before we get to that point at about age five or six yeah that's yeah. an admirable goal well dr man i also want to talk about freedom day this is a service that you guys do uh helping to treat veterans and you've been doing this for uh, i don't know maybe about five years uh, tell us about that program well it's coming up soon um so october october 10th is the day we're doing it in our office and it's a national um uh volunteer day uh f- across the nation that dentists provide to help give those who served our country uh, dental care and um, anybody who out there who, who has served and is a veteran can actually call our office and we schedule a free appointment and whether it's a filling a crown uh, cleanings that they may need checkup uh, x-rays um, all of our staff volunteers and provides free dentistry for that day and um, it's, it's a very rewarding experience give back to those who allow us the freedom to be able to to practice and go to school and learn how to be a dentist so we um we feel blessed that we're able to be a part of it but um and this is like i said this will be our fifth year and it's uh, october 10th so anybody out there you know that uh, knows someone who's a veteran in need or who is a veteran themselves um feel free to call our office or go to our website and sign up yeah that's that's a great opportunity 919-462-9338 is the phone number 919 
888-900-9338 if you're interested in uh, getting someone signed up for Freedom Day. You can also go online to smileman.com. That's smileman.com, man with two N's. That's how you can find more information about Dr. Man. A quick break and back with more. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Radio 680 WPTF. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I am Jason Kong. He's Dr. Mann, and we are talking about dentistry for those in need and who are perhaps less fortunate. And Dr. Mann, we've gone over a pile of different programs and opportunities that exist that you're involved with. And earlier in the show, you mentioned that um, you are involved with the Salvation Army. Can you tell me a little bit more about your role there? Yes, I am actually on the advisory commission or advisory board for the Salvation Army. Um, it doesn't seem like it because it's been so fun and rewarding, but it, this will be, I'll be going in my 10th year of uh, wow. being on the advisory board. But um, the Salvation Army of Wake County um, has, uh, in the last 10 years, just tr- changed dramatically. We've opened the Center of Hope, and if any listener hasn't been out to to take a tour of that. That's just an amazing center there on Capitol Boulevard. And, uh, you know, when you think of the Salvation Army, most people think of ringing a bell at Christmas. It gives you that Christmas feeling. And that's really how it started. Um, uh, John Booth, which not the, not, not the John Booth that killed Lincoln, but uh, he started Salvation Army back in England and um, actually went into the help serve on the front lines to to uh, to witness to people and to help those less fortunate during the wars, and um, it's just carried through internationally. But our local Wake County is is one of the the best in the country. We get uh, top awards, and um, some of the programs that people don't even know about that the Salvation Army provides is, um, you know, one of the things that most people might think of is is um you know whiteout night, and I don't know if people know that, but you know when the temperature drops below. 45 degrees at night, you know, we, we call it white flag nights. So we open the shelter up, which normally is just for children and their mothers. Um, and, but we open it up to anyone. Um, and, uh, the, uh, center of hope also provides, uh, food of course, and we open that up as well. Um, our kitchen and, um, some of the programs that we offer is we try to train families how to be become, um, independent and, and, try to get out of the shelter and not be dependent but you know basically learn how to pay bills a lot of them have the means and capacity um to to um to live on their own without any help but they don't know how you know they don't know how to spend their money they don't know how to budget their money they may not have the first month's rent for a place or have enough to turn on the electrical and the first month's rent so our goal in one of our programs is to give them the money to help get them into a stable environment, especially for the kids' sake, because when they're in a stable environment, they thrive. When kids go from place to place to place to place, they struggle in school, um, they lose a, a lot of their self-esteem. And so our goal is to try to, to try to help them provide these stable living conditions for the, for the children there. And that's one of the programs. The other program that we have, um, we actually um, fight human trafficking. So we actually pull 
um, people, most people think women, but it's women, children, and men out of uh, out of human trafficking, and it can be every everything from sexual to actual work labor uh, issues. And what we do is we try to um, train them because they've been so. A lot of these uh, people have been so abused that they have no self-esteem. They have no way to get out of the environment. And they also feel very scared because they're scared that they're, the person that had them in that condition is going to come back for them. So we, we um, basically provide a lot of security around them until they're retrained. And then we get them back um, into a different location away from where they were and um, get them back into community in a social environment so that they can thrive and spend the rest of their life like they should have from the beginning. And um, it takes a lot of um, effort, but, you know, we were the first uh, Salvation Army to start it. And we got the first state grant because even the state of North Carolina didn't have any programs to help uh, get people out of human trafficking. And uh, now we're across the state and the state is helping fund uh, our programs through the Salvation Army. So it's been a blessing to see all those people helped to get out of that evilness and, and getting back into society. Um, and so those are those are probably some of the uh, few things that the, uh, we could go on and on about the programs. But uh, um, one of the things that I like to, you know, talked about earlier is Wake Smiles. We provide dental, medical um computer training and job training as well. But all of this comes at a cost. And I always tell people, you know, uh, if you want to donate to a good cause, Salvation Army has to be one of the best uh, way to spend your money from a uh, donation standpoint. Uh, 92% of all the money goes directly to helping uh, those those in need. And um, as you can imagine, this area, as it grows and gets bigger and bigger, the demands on Salvation Army for Wake County gets larger and larger. Um, right now, um, our food food pantry is super, super low um, because most people don't think about when they're in the summer that people are hungry, you know, and they don't have, you know, they're not around. So they don't really they're not in that giving mood because we're not during the holiday spirits. But our pantry is really low. So one of the things if you don't have money is you can go and buy, you know, some canned goods and just take it by that Salvation Army um, location in Capitol Boulevard and drop it off to fill that pantry back up. Cause what people do is um, they come in and, you know, they get their food so that they can continue to try to live independently. And um, it's almost kind of like an open uh, supermarket where people come in and they have a certain number of items that they can get and they get those items and they go back home and they cook. And most of these um, parents have to be taught how to cook and do this because they've never done it before. You know, they've been living out of, off fast food or um, even, you know, living out of uh, fast, uh, excuse me, um, out of um, convenience stores. A lot right. of them will go in and just, you know, spend their spend a lot of money in convenience stores just, just for every meal. So um, if anybody out there feels led, they can they can drop off canned goods at the Salvation Army there um, at, at Capitol Boulevard. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's wonderful, Dr. Mann, because – I just feel like uh, in 2019, we're, we're so much in our own little bubbles. And when we're out in the community, half the time we seem to be looking down at our smartphones that, you know, we may not be noticing some of the struggles that are going on in the community, or maybe we're just less aware of it. But it's so important to know that these organizations exist and that they're doing a great job and that they can really help people and in some cases, you know, really save lives. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, one of our themes uh, one year was, you know, try to look and talk to someone who's homeless. 
You know, a That's lot great. of a lot of times, you know, um, we think of them as as non human, you know, but they are humans, and they um, almost become and feel like they're outcasts in society because we we don't interact with them. We're almost scared to interact. But you know, one of our goals as Salvation Army. Uh, executive board and advisory board was to, hey, let's go out and communicate, you know, and if you see someone, at least say hello, you know, make eye to eye contact because that that helps a lot uh, as far as giving them the ability to recover once they get in to a Salvation Army or to whatever program they're in, because many, many of them have um, addiction problems. And uh, once they're off those addiction problems, they can become great members of society. One of our best um, employees who ended up running our Salvation Army thrift stores, um, who made the most profit of anybody, was an ex-drug addict slash drug dealer who who came to the Salvation Army out of the ditches, and he he got off, and he actually entered into the Salvation Army uh, program and became part of the Salvation Army um, uh, workforce. And he uh, was he just retired last year after serving twenty uh, over twenty years with the Salvation Army. So um, it's it's a great uh, mission. If you have if you want to donate and you have uh, clothes or furniture or things like that, we also have two thrift stores: one on Wake Forest Road and one on Tryon Road in Garner. Um, so if you uh, want to make a donation that way, that's also a great way to donate because the thrift stores, or you can shop at the thrift stores. Um, a lot of people think thrift stores are you know just hand me down clothes, but I tell you, you can get some expensive brand new clothes in there. I'll never forget one of our board members. Um, she uh, she likes to thrift shop, and she said, "I can't believe this. I found a Gucci uh, <laughs> uh, handbag in, in the uh, Salvation Army uh, thrift store." And I was like, "You have got to be kidding me!" She goes, "Yeah, it's about a fifteen hundred dollar bag, and it was in the uh, and of course she got it for fifteen or twenty dollars. So uh, you never know what treasure you might find in a, in, in a thrift store." That's right. That, that's a great opportunity. Salvation Army, a wonderful organization to support. Wake Smiles is the first uh, organization that we also mentioned as well, affiliated with the Salvation Army. WakeSmiles.org is the website. Don't forget Freedom Day for uh, the veterans out there. Get a hold of Dr. Mann's office, 919-462-9338, or go online to SmileMan.com. Man with two N's. And Dr. Mann, what was the organization you mentioned with Belarus? Overflow Hands uh, Mission. You can actually go over overflowhandsmissions.org, uh, and um, they also you can also donate and, and and look at all the different types of programs that they do. They have a, a fun event every um, fall uh, at the uh, at the Angus Barn where they raise money. But uh, it, I think it's listed on their uh, their website as well. But it's a fun event back in the barn behind on the pond back behind uh, Angus Barn. It's a big casino night and an auction. They raise they raise quite a bit of money. That sounds like a blast. Yeah. Uh, we're out of time for today. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week for Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. <laughs>